Hello, everyone. Welcome into Two Spot Monkeys Live. We are episode 105 to this morning, or whenever you're listening to this, this morning as we're recording it. Uh, I am Jim, and as always, I am joined by Tom. Tom, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing really great. It's good to be here with you. Uh, it's been a really busy week, uh, turning the calendar from February into March. And, already in uh, March. How is that possible? Right, I know. So it's uh, it's good. It's good. Good. Well, this morning, we're in a little bit of a time crunch on my end. Uh, and as you see, I've also gone to the Wayback Machine. It's WrestleMania 3, baby. It's WrestleMania season. Um, it, that's if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you have no idea what just happened. I pointed and there were things and there's a background. Anyways, watch this on YouTube. You'll see it. Um, you want to go back and watch last week on YouTube when we did the unboxing uh, with some figures and some t-shirts. Uh, your t-shirt is still sitting right here on my desk, Tom. So that'll get out to you at some point. Um, actually, you're going to have a chance at two more because somebody forgot to click the unsubscribe button. So, <laughs> oh, man. So, I'm getting uh, next month's Pro Wrestling Great too, and I've seen the list of uh, wrestlers. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm getting Lindsay Dorado's autograph. I'm 99% sure. Uh, <laughs> so I'm hoping Lindsay's the micro brawler or something because everybody else an autograph would be cool. A couple of them, unfortunately, uh, you know, aren't available. With uh, all due uh, respect to Just Incredible, if this were 1999, I would have a completely different statement to make. Um, but you now can have the you can start building your wall of random autographs. Yes, and like, 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 if, like if it happened to be like Bret Hart, I would not call that a random autograph. Bret Hart is a multi-time Hall of Fame, oh, absolutely right, or multi-time All Star, whatever, whatever, whatever great uh, gratitude you want to apply to the history and the career of Bret Hart, you could. Unfortunately, not the same thing for Lindsay Dorado, should that bear itself out in reality, or just incredible. I think, Even uh, in 1999, I wouldn't have said that, but I was much higher on just incredible in 99. Absolutely. And I think from a previous wrestle or wrestle crate or pro wrestling crate, or, you know, there've been a number of those around um, when I got them or a high, I got a couple of high spots when they did the mystery boxes. Uh, I think I have a Rhino autograph as well that would fit. That's almost an ECW all starting except for Lindsay. So um, yeah, I have a Marty Skrull one, and ee, ee, not, not not anymore. Anyways. Not 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 aging well. Yeah, no, not not getting hung up. Uh, probably just needs to go away, but it's sitting in a box somewhere. Anyways, uh, so so look for a live unboxing uh, towards the end of the month. Although that'll probably come that week before Mania, and we won't have time for anything but picks that week. Uh, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, you and I should probably message and start talking about that week a little bit, but just to figure our lives out. But um, we need, we need more help than just a couple messages to figure our lives <laughs> probably, out. Probably very true. <laughs> uh, today is going to be a little bit like that in that we've just got to get to the picks. Um, it is AEW Revolution this weekend. Uh, and uh, again, I'm on a little time crunch here. So uh, we're going to go straight into head to head. Uh, I didn't open up my document. I know I've got a one match lead on you, Tom. Yep, yep. Twelve and four uh, to Jim, and eleven and five to me. That's so what you, I was going to guess. So yeah, you enter the weekend uh, and and today with with a one match lead. We've got a one match lead. We've got eight matches to pick for last night when I was putting these banners in. I was sure it was nine. I don't know why that number was in my head, and I was scouring different reports trying to figure out what match I was forgetting. And I I don't I don't think I forgot one. I think it is eight. Maybe I was counting the tag match from Rampage. That's tonight uh the keith lee dustin Rhodes that you called um and and swerve and uh parker so maybe i was counting that 
Well, and I, you, you, without fail, I'm sure they're adding something tonight to the buy-in. Oh, yes. Yeah, because they haven't said anything about what's going to be on the buy-in. Um, we do have a four-way tag tonight for Rampage 2, I saw announced yesterday, which frankly looks better than the title match. Anyways, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Dude, yep. <laughs> no, <but> yeah. <laughs> That's my first thought. I'd rather see that on the pay-per-view. Uh, Tom, do you think you're, I think we had talked before, this was going to be a rough one for you maybe to see. It's a, it's a rough one and probably a no-go for me, unfortunately. Um, well, so um, I was fortunate enough by a friend um, to get uh, the, the pre-sale code for, for uh, Dynamite in Detroit. And so yesterday I was able to secure my ticket for Dynamite in May and that uh, I hate Ticketmaster. Let me just, I mean, oh. water is wet. Uh, um, yeah, we basically, uh, 30% of the ticket cost is, is fees or 30% yeah. of my cost. I should say the ticket cost is the ticket cost, but then there's an additional, you know, when you look at the entire, you know, right. uh, transaction. So needless to say, um, the money that I maybe would have been able to, to have on Sunday to go to the theater and watch this, um, Ticket master probably eight. Yep. And I, and cause I'm, I still have money that I'm holding on to that I'm paying uh, to go to warrior later in the month. So um, it's also anniversary weekend. Um, happy anniversary to my wife tomorrow. Uh, and a happy years. anniversary to both of you. Thank you. Yeah. So we, we, we have stuff that we're doing together and, and, and again, at, just cause it's one day, we're kind of just going to enjoy, you know, celebrating and just being mindful of one another all weekend. I have, have a feeling it would be very hard for me to go, oh, hey, by the way, on Sunday at like seven, I'm leaving for five hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably not going to happen. Um, yeah. I, uh, and, and, and I'm bummed, but I'm not bummed. Like, and, 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 and that probably will, will make more sense as we discuss and make picks. Yeah. And, and I will just say ditto on the bum, but not bummed. Like, bummed because it's been quite a while. I know I've missed an AEW pay per view, but it's been a while. Um, but, and this show will be good. It, it will, it will produce, but there isn't enough making me go, Oh, I got to see that. Oh, I got to see that. Oh, I got to see that. And we'll talk about that. I'm sure. So let's just get into the picks. Tom, you get the first pick based on records and, and all of that good stuff. Uh, so your first pick is Chris was just added after dynamite, uh, Christian cage versus jungle boy, Jack Perry. Yeah. I'm, I, re I laughed when Christian Cage came back a few weeks ago because I remember when we were talking about this at the latter half of 22 that we were like, how are they going to wait until double or nothing for this match? Because there's no way Christian will be back by this time. Well, here he is. He's back. Um, and and, and, and yeah, it, it makes sense that they're doing this here. And I'm, I'm glad to – this is going to sound weird. I'm glad we passed it. Um, d no disrespect to either guy. Um I'm just I'm ready to see Jack Perry do more. Um, and, and and I think he has to get through this to do more. So um, it's Jack Perry all the way here. Yeah. I mean, you know, the story they're telling uh, and because do I own Jack? I think, I, no, maybe I don't have Jungle Boy anymore. I had him last season, I think. I, I do. You have Jungle Boy. Okay. So no, I definitely don't then. Um, <laughs> in our fantasy wrestling league. Um, because of the like, fantasy wrestling league podcast Boy? more than anything. Right. I was trying to, re you know, that's the tough part when we, you and I, especially, and I'm sure you run into this because we score that league. Um, sometimes you remember because you got so used to typing someone's name 
or or that someone owned a, a particular wrestler on the roster uh, last season that you it rolls over and and that happens in my own mind of who I have. Um, I've gone to drop people that I don't own anymore because I had them last half season. And I'm like, oh, I don't have them. I can't drop them. Okay. Um, <laughs> have to look at the roster again. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jack Perry, the story is that he wants to win a title in 2023. And uh, I agree to get on with that story, which I feel like they mentioned, but they haven't really gotten to yet. And that's okay because it's a, it seems like it's going to be a year long story. You know, my guess is he's going to win that title in the latter part of the year because that's the story they're telling. Um, he's got to get past this. You know, Christian got the two-minute win or whatever it was uh, last time when he was hurt. Uh, that's not happening this time. I don't know whether we'll see Luchasaurus here or not. Uh, there apparently is some sort of uh, lawsuit going on with an IP situation around the mask for Luchasaurus. Um, so I don't know where that stands, and that might be problematic. Um, maybe we see him, maybe we don't. Uh, but either way, doesn't really matter to me. Jack Perry wins the match too. Um, that is is a true uh, statement for me. We will move on to match number two, and that is everybody is banned from ringside for this one. Chris Jericho and Ricky Starks uh, are going to go one on one. This has been a an ongoing situation for a while. Uh, and and a, and a well-built one. I've actually kind of enjoyed, you know, the way they've done this. Uh, they have kept Ricky Stark strong. Uh, we talked last week about kind of how they got the setup for this officially getting announced that we thought that worked really well on Dynamite. Um, again, much like the first match, I think it's time for this thing to end and both guys to move on to new things. Uh, so with everybody banned from ringside, Starks has to win. Now, do I think everybody's going to stay away from ringside? No, there's going to be a ref bump and somebody's going to come down and blah, blah, blah. Um, because I, I enjoy Tony Khan as a booker, but he can't help himself but overbook things sometimes. Um, and, and wrestling bookers in general tend to just fall into that sometimes to overbook. And I think this could get a little overbooked. Uh, but Starks has got to win here. Yeah, so I, I my, my pick is Starks too. So we'll get that out of the way to, to start. I, I, t I totally agree with you that this just has to end. And it's weird because, like, on their own, like, I really like Jericho a ton. And, I, and, I, and I'm really into Starks a ton. But I feel like the way this started in 23 and the way we are now, it's lost some steam. So I'm hoping they can bring some of that steam back here in this match. And beyond that, I would also then say, you know, <laughs> Ricky Starks and Jack Perry are, are 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 really unique because like they kind of are on the same trajectory, and that these are both really like heated feuds. But I definitely see like the path for one being really elevated, and that being Jungle Boy, mm -hmm. and not so much for Ricky Starks. But I think you could easily flip flop them, or like you know we could be talking six months from now, um, give or take, when we're about to be at All Out, and they could be fighting for the title that they're going for. Yeah. I. It'll be interesting to see. I think Starks and Perry are obviously guys that they need to build on and build around um, as they continue to move forward in AEW. So we'll see. And, and Jericho, you know, consummate pro, helping put people over. Um, like I said, he's, he's one of those guys who I'm like, eh, when I hear things announced and then he delivers. Um, so I, I have no doubt this would be very good, but well, and it's so weird for me because you know when I think about 
action and Dreddy's involvement too, and then the JAS's involvement. It seems like they could have easily done an, a tag match here and not have overdone it because we've only got the four-way minus whatever they add on the pre-show or the buy-in. Um, and, and given this feud more, I'm not asking for that, but if you had wanted to, right, then you could have done that. And then this could have been a bigger main event match on a Dynamite to come. True. True. I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't, though, because I'm ready for it to be over. So, uh, All right. So, Tom, you get the first pick. Three matches in. I can't remember where we are. Uh, three. Uh, you get the first pick for the World Trios title match. The Elite, of course, of Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson against the House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. What say you besides this is going to be fun? Yeah, this is going to be awesome. So this is going to be like, so when I said like, you know, I, I gave my statement about how I feel about not likely being able to see this show. This is one of those things that makes me really upset that I am going to miss it. Uh, I believe if I, shall I, if shall I, shall I miss it? Um, if, if I, if I shall, if I shan't, um, if my world. AEW by Shakespeare. Right. Yeah. Um, it, this this match would be one of the ones that gets me in the door. That's 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 the better way to say all the things I was trying to say that I was failing with words. I really liked what they did on Wednesday to to give us even more kind of build to this, and they've done it in a in a way that other matches aren't. So um, there was physical activity, but you didn't see it, which was kind of cool, right? Like the lights went out, and you hear you heard them brawling when House of Black showed up behind the Elite. I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago too that it would be kind of weird for the elite to lose here. Yet, if you don't have House of Black win, they're kind of dead in the water because they were on that trajectory last year, and then they lost to the Darby Sting faction, and then they disappeared, and then they came back, and then in their in their return, this is kind of the culmination of that. So, either you crown them as champions, and they're bad guys, so then you give baby face teams the chance to chase them which again that's always the the standard um or the historic pro wrestling kind of methodology or or or, or what or if they lose what do you do with them like where where do they go and i don't see i think there's tons of money in the house of black so i don't want the elite to lose by any means because i am enjoying them but i think that there's more there's more value in the house of black winning so i'm gonna think think that tony khan also sees that um and I think that the money in the elite winning the seven uh, best of seven to get us here um, was was that was their story. Like they don't need to continue here to you know there, there's no discernible reason for them to remain kind of like champions as of right now. House of Black's my pick. So I got a head and a heart pick, um, and, and kind of along the same lines of what you said. I I've been a big Malachi Black fan since he was Alistair Black. Um, since he was Tommy End, actually, in Evolve, um, I've, I've really been a fan of his. And I feel like he's been criminally underused in AEW. Um, they've, they've protected him in many ways, in some ways, but they've never really... <laughs> they've certainly never strapped a rocket to him. I'm not sure they've strapped a sparkler to him sometimes. Um, I just, you know, can't get him going for whatever reason, I feel like. This return's been good, but they've had very few meaningful matches in my mind. Um, you know, they've they've dominated on on dark and elevation and 
Um, you know, they beat up some other teams. And I, I think they've had one or two, you know, what I would call like name versus name kinds of matches. I'd have to look back in our crackpot research staff, right? Um, so I want the House of Black to win. I do. But I don't think Tony Khan can help himself leaving the belts on the elite. I just, and I, and I don't know where they go from here, though, if they have the belts. So I I, I kind of hope you're right, Tom, but I'm trying to win a competition, and I, I, I just don't think Khan will do it. So I, I'm going with the elite. I'm going kind of with the old uh, wrestling trope of whoever's left laying the, the show before the pay-per-view comes back and wins at the pay-per-view. Um, not that that always happens, but... But that's where I'm going. I'm going the elite. So we have our first difference. You looked like you had a thought. No, I'm I'm ha I'm happy. I'm happy for the difference. I just hope I'm the right one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so then now we move on to, and I think this is going to be an interesting one too. The AEW Women's Title Match: uh, Hater Jamie Hater defends versus Soraya and Ruby Soho. So let me say right away, Ruby Soho not winning the title. Um, not happening. The, the story to me here is what does Ruby do? Does Ruby join up with Soraya and Tony Storm or does Ruby kind of stay, um, I guess, on the other side as a, a AEW original, which she's not. Um, so, you know, there's that kind of storyline going on. The Soraya Tony thing, like, it's it's working, but it's not clicking. If that's if that makes sense, like I understand it, but it's not clicking for me. Um, you know, the money is in the heel, and the babyface is chasing, so Soraya makes some sense. But I don't. Soraya hasn't blown me away in the ring yet. Um, on her return, she hasn't been like Lita bad by any means. My goodness, Lita was not good on Monday. Um, but she got me title win points, so that's why I picked her up. Um, might drop her real fast so that I don't get title loss points because I don't think that's a long range. But anyways, talking to AEW today. Um, she hasn't been bad, but she hasn't been great or good. Hater has been amazing uh, for quite a while here. Uh, so I, I had the head heart issue last match, and I went with my head. Uh, I got a head heart problem here, too. Uh, but I'm gonna go with my heart this time. I think Jamie Hader retains because I think I still think the money match is when Britt turns on Hader and we get to J Jamie Hader and Britt Baker um, because I think that could be a really good story and feud and that sort of thing. Uh, and maybe that happens here. I don't think so. I think we're still too early in that um, in that situation and Britt turning to go with the the Soraya Tony thing that wouldn't that'd feel very Vince Russo esque that that doesn't work for me. Um, so I, I don't think that happens here. So Jamie Hader, because I think she deserves to continue this title reign um, and continue to escalate her even higher in in that division, which is weird when I say that and she's the champ. But I'm with you on that, and I understand your statement. So. <laughs> It'd be it'd be a little bit more interesting in this match if we didn't know where Ruby Soho, um, kind of lie, where she where her intentions were to lie. I think her intentions lie with winning the title, which is not a bad intention. But when you add to the drama of like, is she leaning towards siding with Jamie and Britt despite wanting the title, or is she leaning towards being with Soraya and Tony Storm? 
that might still be a thing, but they haven't, they've shifted kind of away from, you know, that part of the story. Cause when they had the physical interaction on Wednesday, Ruby hit Soraya first and then didn't hesitate in hitting Jamie Hayter. So it's going to, it's going to be all, all for one um, or all for yourself on, on Sunday night. There's no way you take the belt off Jamie Hayter here. Uh, and I agree with you that there's a lot of money in a Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter match, whether a turn needs to happen or not. I don't know. Um, I mean, I feel like Jamie Hayter is already a baby face. Um, oh, I think, I think Hayter and, and Baker, both are baby faces right now. And I think Baker's a better heel. So, yeah. Yep. And, and I, and I agree with that. It's weird. It's they're, they're almost like subtle baby faces, but, they, yeah. but, 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 but that's kind of the way it's, it's shaken out. Um, my big thing is who, who loses here and how, because I do see there being definite one-on-one rematches um, coming out of this match, no matter what. So, uh, Hater definitely wins. I don't see Hater losing the title for a good spell of time, and 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 it's too early to say who would dethrone her. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I thought maybe we'd have a different. I thought maybe you'd go Soraya there, so I wasn't sure. So I yeah, no, I think that she hasn't had the chance to solidify herself to be warranting the the title. Also, I don't think that her she's back. She's back in the ring to the capacity where where a champion would need to be. Yeah, because the AEW women's title, frankly, has, for the most part, been a really, like, the matches have been very good. Um, for, so so the champion needs to be able to carry that, um, in my mind. And I, I agree with you. Soraya's not there yet. Tom, you get the first pick. The TNT title match, Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. Yeah, so I love this. Um, I mean, I... I these guys have been programmed together. It seems like for quite a while. And again, our crackpot research team really helps us to give you the exact dates on that, which we can't do. Uh, and then when you think about the face of the revolution ladder match and the winner coming out from Wednesday being the next challenger for the winner here, that's really exciting. Um, Whole lot I, of hot stuff going on in that TNT. Yeah, title yeah. And, and I and I could and I could armchair book the next six months of this title. If you wanted me to, I, I I won't. I'll hold on to those thoughts for now. But I do think Wardlow wins Sunday. I think that's where the money is. Um, and I think that allows Samoa Joe to shift to his Ring of Honor priorities with the relaunch of Ring of Honor. We're recording the day after they relaunched on Honor Club and have a month of TV in the can as they approach Supercard of Honor. And so I believe Samoa Joe losing the TNT title here to Wardlow is the right move in the AEW sphere because then that that allows Joe to shift out of that. Now, I don't know how long Wardlow is going to hold that title, uh, especially <laughs> yep. especially with that face of the Revolution ladder match outcome. But that's next Wednesday, so we're only picking Sunday. So Wardlow. Yeah, I, I'm with you. With Ring of Honor officially finally relaunching and and them doing tapings, you know, Joe was pretty clearly brought in for that. Um, and they've used him fairly well in AEW since then. Um, well, they haven't had, and, and he's been, he was been ring of honor TV champion, you know, really the majority of his time in AEW and ROH. Um, so I, uh, I, yeah, I Wardlow is my pick here too, because I think Joe becomes more ROH focused. I think it'll be interesting to see how much crossover there is between the two, uh, ROH and, and, AEW moving forward from this point, um, because until these last night's show aired, I, I don't think you could 
really I think it's gonna be interesting to see does ROH become NXT to AEW or does ROH become SmackDown to AEW? Um you know, is there some crossover like like Mark Briscoe uh last week, you know, appearing and, and attacking Josh Woods? Um, is there a crossover like that happening? Um now, once these shows start airing and the storylines for Ring of Honor start playing out. I will say, and this is just a real quick aside, because we can't squirrel too far, uh, what appears to be the main event for Supercard of Honor based on the tapings uh, that they did. Have you read all the results from the tapings, Tom? I, I have, yes. Okay. Yep. Um, that was not what I thought they were going to do for Supercard of Honor. And I like it a lot better than what I thought they were going to do, even though what I thought they were going to do was Claudio and Roosh. And that would have been good. And that would have been fun. Um, you know, spoiler alert. I don't think we're spoiling for anybody, uh, but quick, quick spoiler alert. So if you don't want to hear what it seems like they're booking for Supercard of Honor mute for about the next 20 seconds, it uh, looks like Claudio and Eddie Kingston uh, for the title and sign me up. I, I, I was probably going to order Supercard of Honor out of, nostalgia if nothing else and all of those things uh claudio and eddie i'm in you got my money um and they've got some other things that look <clears throat> look like they're coming together on that show too that that i think will be really fun so wardlow though that was what we we're talking about wardlow wins um and i agree with you i wouldn't be shocked if he drops it to power powerhouse Hobbs come next wednesday so the world tag title match of wtf as far as i'm concerned uh, I, I guess I have to make the first pick on this one. Um, the guns of Austin and Colton Gunn defend after they won a couple weeks ago against the acclaimed of Anthony Bones and Max Caster. And if I stopped talking right there, it would make a ton of sense. But wait, there's more. We had two battle royals for no apparent reason that were won by Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett and Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. So they were added. Uh, I mean, there was a reason they were doing battle royals to add to this match, but I don't understand why we needed to do that. Um, <clears throat> And then, if you're going to do it, why'd we add these two teams? Um, Tony, what are you doing? Um, Somebody's got to take the pinfall, Jim. Uh, okay. The guns. That's who has to take the pinfall. They claim beat the guns and win the belts back. It's not that hard. Um, I'm trying to remember that uh, Rampage uh, four-way that they have tonight. I know it's top flight. Uh, Claudio and... Wheeler, Aussie Open, and Aussie the Open. Kingdom, and the Kingdom. Sure, that makes sense. Um, I was just trying to scroll through and find it. And my, my, I'm questioning if it's the Kingdom or not. So, um, I know the other three teams are correct. So, I mean, any of those teams, I'd rather see. Uh, no, it's not the Kingdom. Uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Okay. Uh, hey, so they're also they also wear purple. They also do wear purple. That is true. Um, top Flight, The Dark Order, Claudio and Wheeler, and Aussie Open. A way better match than this one, frankly. Um, <clears throat> I, here's the thing. I said when the Guns won the title, I didn't think they were going to hold him very long, and I still think that's true. And I think the Acclaimed win the titles here. I'm, I'm going to go there. I really hope I'm right because I'm fearful that they're going to put them on Cassidy and Danhausen. I don't know why. I just have that nagging feeling in the back of my head. And I, I don't, I don't want that. Um, Cassidy is great in the ring. 
you know, his character comes and goes for me. Like, I get it. I like it. Sometimes he gets more serious. It's fine. You know, Danhausen's a good character. I don't need Danhausen being a tag team champion, though. I don't mind him doing the, the you know, curse thing. And, you know, it's a good comedy thing. I like Danhausen. I really do. There's a place for Danhausen. Um, but it's not a tag team title reign, at least at this point. Like, I don't, maybe there's a story to tell to get him there. But tell me a story first. Don't just have them win a battle royal and then they win the titles. But that's my fear. I don't have a lot of fear of Jarrett and Lethal, but I don't want to see that either. So I hope that doesn't happen either. Um, so the acclaimed and God, I hope I'm right. Okay, I'm going with the guns. So I think yeah. I think that this match, I want the acclaimed to win the titles too. Don't get me wrong. I yeah, love, I think I, I know I, where I, you're I, going, and I don't think you're necessarily wrong. Tom. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love their act, and I and I and, and but the. And they deserve a a one on one rematch or a two on two rematch, a, a straight up rematch. But I, all of those things make sense, um, I think, at least in my mouth, in my head. <laughs> you've Which added you, makes you, sense you, in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> if we had T-shirts, that would be one. <laughs> you've ad, you've added all of these other teams to allow the guns to pin someone other than the acclaimed, and that gave more reason to have a rematch down the line. Yeah, I don't think. You know, I, and here's the other part about it: I don't, I don't think that you you drop, you flip the belts to the guns just to get us to this four way match. Because again, like, I hope not. I mean, and like that's just the thing: like, we, we the Danhausen Orange Cassidy team randomly comes together because best friends weren't cleared. Um, I mean, that's a lot of times that stuff happens in AEW, but that's one of the flaws, right? And like, and again, Orange Cassidy and Danhausen fun you, you you see them you you watch them whatever they're going to do here in this match with whomever they're going to do it going to be pro- pro- probably entertaining but that's where it stops again i would love to see orange cassidy like he's been doing have these like really good all atlantic title matches and but it seems like the destination for those has been dynamite or rampage so the guns we are now two yeah. differences we are two differences and you know as you laid that out as you started to say it, I'm like, why did why didn't I think that way? Um, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm not changing my pick because we don't do that. But uh, yeah, you 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 make a lot of sense. Uh, Annette commented and said, "Tom speaks wisdom." So there there's another T-shirt. Uh, uh, we move on, Tom. You get the first pick. The Texas Death Match. Uh, I doubt there'll be any blood in this one. John Moxley versus Hangman Page. You've watched all of Dynamite, yes. I have not seen a minute of Dynamite, but I've I've oh, read everything about it. Okay, you're going to watch it, yes? Uh, hopefully, that's the plan. Oh, okay, so I want to say right after the first match, there's a backstage promo with Mox from last week after the interaction. Oh my gosh! Like it is a TVMA promo just for well, the visual. Well, at the end of last week, when he was sitting on the the entrance way there, and you know was bleeding. I mean, it looked like he got shot in the head. So 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 take that image and then multiply it by 10, 15, 20, 100. And and, and again and it's, and it's a fantastic promo, but just wait until you watch it. So um that I if, if you're not cringy by blood, it's destination viewing. Really funny side note, I know we don't have a ton of time. Survivor began this week, big survivor house over here. So we were really thrilled to watch Survivor. Um right in the first like 15 minutes of Survivor, they do a challenge and one of the contestants goes to dive under a wooden kind of like plank um in through some mud and cracks his forehead and like 
it's it's a straight shot. And you know, we all know because we're wrestling fans how much head wounds bleed. Um, and you don't need to be a wrestling fan to know that if you hit your head somewhere else, you know that they bleed as well. But you have children. I love I love our point of entry that they for, at least for me, I know because of wrestling, head wounds bleed really bad. Um <laughs> My, my son goes, while we're watching the first hour of Survivor, he goes, Daddy goes, because everybody knows in my house that I'm not super, like, keen on blood. It's more like intravenous blood and, like, that type of stuff that gets me the, the loose legs. Um, other than that, I, you know, blood doesn't really get me going. He goes, Dad, if you need to hold my hand, um, you're fine. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, bud. Not knowing, clearly, that I, and I watch Dynamite later. So, um, you know, the blood on Survivor nowhere near close to the blood on, on John Moxley's promo on Dynamite. I digress. Um, got, got to love my son and his care for my... Uh, Absolutely. My You're raising for, him for, right, Tom. For, my, for my, right. Well, my wellness about uh, in, uh, around the imagery of blood. This is going to be crazy. Very, It's going to be... It's going to be I, I'm scared for both guys. I know it's that right. they're pros. I know that they're going to be smart as they can be, but this is going to be... <laughs> I, I hope I right like um and this is one where like I don't want there to be a winner, but I do I there needs to be a winner, right? Because I think the winner here is the guy the guy that challenges the, the AEW champion next. And that's Hangman Page. Because I feel like he can't afford to lose and and Mox has enough um Mox is Teflon. And so we can't afford to lose. Now, does that mean that this ends here for them? I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it has to. It's been a great story from, was it October when the concussion happened until now? And I know granted, like a lot of that time Hangman was out because he was, you know, right. getting well and, and, and taking care of his health. It's a great, it's been a great story. And it's a really great field issue that we're going to see come to a really violent conclusion, I think, on Sunday night. Man. I'm I'm bummed I have to miss this one at least live probably. Yeah, this is an this this and the trios I, I echo with you, um, and and the main events are probably the three matches that I am um, most bummed that I probably won't won't watch on Sunday night. Um, and yeah, it's not going to happen next week for me either. So um, this this is a weekend where if this was on a Saturday, which sometimes AEW pay per views have been. Uh, I wouldn't be able to watch it Saturday night, but I would have been able to watch it Sunday during the day. But alas, uh, it's a Sunday night show, so it doesn't doesn't work that way. Um, probably means I'll watch GCW on Sunday though, um, and that's that'll be fun. So, Vikingo, uh, however you say his name, I can never say his name versus Alex Zane on Saturday night for GCW. Vikingo, Vikingo, Vikingo. Thank you, thank you. I knew if you said it, I would be yeah, Vikingo uh, versus Alex Zane on Saturday night for GCW. Uh, Yes, please. Um, that sounds really good. And it answers my question of where the heck is Alex Zane been? Um, I felt the guy. same way when I saw his name attached to that match. How crazy is that? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. I liked him. Um, where's he been? Maybe he was hurt. I don't know. Uh, but that, that'll be fun to watch on Sunday since I can't watch this because uh, uh, I have time during the day that I could see it, but but the evening, not so much. Uh, anyways, this I agree with you. This is like... An, uh, John Moxley has a point in his life because he has bled so many times where like a stiff breeze busts that guy open. Like, I mean, just, I don't even know if he has a blade anymore. Like just touch my forehead and it just starts spouting blood. Um, and, and I say that half jokingly, half serious. Um, these are two of the top tippy top guys in AEW 
that have been protected pretty well their whole time in AEW. Um, this this is going to be very violent. This is going to be very uh, good. They they've done a good story, like you said, Tom. Um, it's got to end here. I mean, how do you end in anything other than a Texas death match? Like, where do you go from a Texas death match? Um, and, and and they've kind of protected the Texas death match stipulation in AEW pretty well, too. It's been used a number a few times, um, but always kind of as a feud ender. Um, and and so I, I, I do see that here, this being the end. And if it is the end, Hangman's got to win. Um, it won't hurt Mox at all. Mox is going to be fine. Um, Mox is kind of their, uh, he's almost their Hogan. I mean, I don't know where to, you know, how to rank that, but, um, you know, he, he's not going to get hurt. He's fine. He can take the loss here and then be right back in a top program with somebody, you know, on Wednesday. Um, Hangman versus eventual AEW champion that we'll talk about in a little bit here, or whoever comes out, I should say, as the AEW champion, not eventual. Um, Makes some sense. It'd be a good program. Be the next logical place to go. So, Texas Death Match. I'm going Hangman Page as well. So we have two differences going into the main event. Uh, let's see what happens with the main event. So the main event, the World Title Match, 60 minute Iron Man match. MJF, Brian Danielson. This is going to be really good. Uh, I mean, Danielson, 60 minutes. Hello, that's you know, Danielson versus a broom for 60 minutes would probably be pretty watchable. Um, you know what you know what happened, Jim? You get swept up in it. You get swept up in it. Oh, we've got t-shirts coming left and right, folks. Um, check out our pro wrestling teeth. We don't have one of those. Um, and MJF is very, very good in the ring. I, for me, I like MJF. Now I know Annette is watching, uh, or I assume she is one of those two eyeballs I see that are watching, and uh, I know I saw her post in our group of, of friends. Uh, that one of the things she thinks should definitely not happen on Sunday is MJF should not keep the title. And then I'm sorry to tell you, I think you're going to be very disappointed on Sunday night because I think MJF holds this belt all of 2023, probably, um, or at least until the very end of the, the year. Uh, I just, this story continues for MJF. I don't think, I, and I don't think it's time to take the belt off him as much as I want Brian Danielson to be the world champion. And I would love that. Um, and I still think we could get there. And Danielson could still be the person who takes it off MJF down the road. Um, I just don't think it's here. Uh, I've loved the promos. Uh, you know, Danielson telling that he's going to get his head kicked in uh, on Wednesday night was was great. Um, I kind of liked that MJF didn't get to say anything really on Wednesday night. Like, Danielson controlled that and didn't let him have his moment. Um, I like that. That was different. That was something we haven't really seen. Um, so I like, I like that. It did feel a little rushed on Wednesday night, but I, they were up against the end of the show. I think maybe it felt like maybe something ran long uh, earlier and, and I don't know. It seemed like that was, should have been a little longer of a segment, but you know, they had the time they had. Um, and I, but I think it worked still, even though I felt like it, I shouldn't say it felt rushed, but it, it read like it was rushed. Um, and I did see some comments about that as well. I've watched, I should say I've watched this promo on YouTube. So I did, did see this part. Um, I realized that I'm saying all of this, that I've seen it. And then I told you earlier, I hadn't seen a minute. I did watch this promo on YouTube. Um, 
that that's does mean you did not you did not see a minute of it because it was on YouTube. That's true. That's right. I'm, I'm and I don't say they watched it out of order. I haven't seen any of the beginning of the show. I've seen just the last you know five minutes, six minutes, whatever it was. Um, I, but I thought this was. I thought I think it's been built really well. Uh, oh, Annette says the crappy tag team battle royal ran long. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we didn't have time to give this more time, but we got Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen over. <laughs> Yay. Um, anyways, uh, I think this is going to be really, really good. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some chicanery, and that's how MJF ends up winning. Or, you know, my guess is it's the old Iron Man trope. MJF is up one, and then he's just dodging and trying, and Danielson's trying to pin him every 10 seconds there for the last minute and can't get the three count to at least tie it up. Um, MJF's my pick. I think it's going to be really good, but I just don't I don't see the title changing. Yeah, MJF is my pick as well, and this is going to be a heck of a match. Like, if I if I could just get nothing against the other matches that I believe will end up being good and will be great in the story telling of AEW, because I'm really high on all the stories, whether I enjoy every single one to the umph degree or not. Um, if I could just kind of carve out two and a half hours and just see the three things I care the most about, that'd be awesome. Uh, a la carte revolution. Um, the, 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 there are so many ways they could go in this match. Um, you know, do 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 they do they do a draw or do they go an hour and have the same amount of falls and then in an overtime MJF cheats to win it just by the skin with the ring or whatever right yeah gets through like that would be that would be great and it would further it would further um create empathy for brian danielson it would further create dis uh disdain for mjf all of those things would be wonderful do i definitely think mjf is throwing away uh one of one of his wins uh, via DQ to, to try to further injure Danielson, which will play into the story of the match. Um, I think you have to do that. I think you have to have MJF do something dastardly to the shoulder because I think the shoulder of Danielson plays major into this match or the head. Um, yeah, and the, and the shoulder works great because of the whole you know the food you are on bra and exactly. Well, that's the thing. So, MJ and you know, MJF does something to get DQ'd. To cause and, and inflict damage to the shoulder, he immediately locks in salt of the earth, and we're tied. You know, MJF goes cool. You know, you know, I, I gave away one to get more, right? That's and, right. and that's a great a great way to to build the story of this match too. And, and that's a very MJF thing to do. So it, yeah. it absolutely is. So the, my wondering is how many falls do we end up getting in this match? You know, I'm sure there's going to be a wager on DraftKings uh, because they're a partner yeah. with AEW. Um, I haven't looked, but that just came to mind. That would have been a great, you know, if this would have been a, the last head-to-head of our, our season and we were, you know, potentially could end up tied, that would be a great, it would have been a great tiebreaker, but yeah, it would in it March, would we don't need it. No, no. Um, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm so eager to see um, how this plays out. And I, I do think MJF does come out on top, and I do think we're set up for MJF and Hangman Page as the next uh, world title program. Man, it's going to be good. It's just going to be good. Um, so, so, again, if by hook or by crook, I'm able to see it on Sunday, wonderful for me. Um, when we come back next week, it'll be great to have, you know, that, that firsthand awareness, not just the, the results and then the, the video packages that come out after. Um, but if so, that's okay, too. 
Yep, absolutely. And and maybe something will change and I'll, I'll end up seeing it too. But, I, you know, we both kind of doubt it. Um, so to recap our two differences, you have House of Black. I have the Elite in the Trios titles. And uh, you have the Guns and I have the Acclaimed in the Tag Title Cluster something. Um, it, can you tell I'm just not thrilled with the book there? Um, so, yeah. So there's our head-to-head picks for Revolution. Uh our, I believe our next picks won't be until WrestleMania weekend, which is only a few short weeks away. Um, and I think that, it's 28 days away. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? That's, crazy. That's, that's hard to believe. Four weeks. Four weeks till Mania. Uh, and, of course, we'll have either a Mammoth episode or, again, maybe break it into the two two episodes, do, do uh, Ring of Honor and NXT on one and then WrestleMania on another or something and drop them back-to-back days like we did last year. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Um, we got to find we have enough time to make those four show picks um, in our in our lives. Um, that'll be a problem we'll solve over the next 28 days. But um, anything else you want to say about Revolution, Tom? Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just super excited to see um, see the results uh, and the fallout from it. And knowing that I will be going and have the privilege to see AEW live between now and, and double or nothing, you know, I'll, I'll be, I'll be able to actually go to the show like weeks before double or nothing. So knowing that they'll be, you know, probably announcing and building towards a lot of stuff then um, just kind of, you know, makes me excited. AEW had a really strong January. We know we talked about that here multiple times that February was not January by any means, and that's okay. It was still quality on the road to this pay-per-view and, I'm glad we're getting only eight matches on the main show because that's going to allow the, the time and space for the, the matches here that need that to deliver. Yeah. And even eight with a one hour uh, Iron Man match is going to, there's going to have to be something goes kind of short, you know, Yeah. Um, Joe Wardlow, maybe. I don't think that has to be real long. Um, yeah. I'm glad that I'm, I'm glad he stopped himself and that I was wrong and it wasn't nine. Um, since I thought it was nine, um, help, help me help you, Tony, help me help you. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy AEW revolution. If you're going to be watching it on Sunday night or the GCW shows this weekend or, or whatever you might watch SmackDown on, I, I'm looking forward to SmackDown on Friday tonight because, uh, I'm still loving the bloodline angle and, and where this goes every week, twists and turns and, um, where we're headed. I, I, Still think I know where we're headed for Mania, but yet they could twist and turn, and it wouldn't shock me on that one either. So, and um, they gave they gave you what you asked for, Jim Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Oh my goodness! Oh, what are we doing? Um, tell me Vince has his thumb on creative without telling me Vince has his thumb on creative. Anyways, that'll probably be a topic of conversation for maybe for next week, um, or maybe not. Maybe we'll just save it for the Mania show and pick it and be done. Spoiler alert, I'm picking Brock Lesnar. Um, if they put almost over Brock Lesnar, they have lost their ever-loving mind. So, um, Although the fact that they booked this makes me a little bit concerned that they've lost their ever-loving mind. So, um, No match like that on, on Revolution this weekend, though. So, so go enjoy Revolution. And uh, we will be back next week uh, to chat with you more here on Two Spot Monkeys Live.